couple weightlifters. It is uh, JT Silver's here. It's almost midnight. Uh, we're getting back here from a meet. Just want to give you a quick recap. I'm here as always and in person for the very first time on the pod. <laughs> Brandon Merrick, the people's pulling guard, the people's super heavyweight, the man, the myth, the legend, right here, right in front of me. Brandon, tell us about your day to day at the Mass Classic. Ah. All right, well, first of all, what's going on, guys? Good to be back on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I traveled down, or up here, I guess, to uh, Columbus to stay with JT for the weekend. And, uh, obviously, we had our meet today. Um, It is still Saturday for five minutes. So, during this podcast, it'll be Sunday morning. Um, You know, uh, today today was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to coach JT today is um definitely a new experience which was great jt had a had a great meet um especially for his first outing you know things like that can be a little different um just atmosphere wise so it it was awesome to see him on the platform um i think we both learned a lot definitely uh how we need to work on coaching a little bit because it's the first time for both of us and uh JT will be my coach for the Arnold Classic, so it, it was a great uh, teaching point in that respect. But, um, yeah, man, today was, today was an awesome competition. Uh, you know, Snatch definitely didn't go the way I, I wanted it to go. Um, I think either of us wanted to go, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, one, 108 in the Snatch for me and what, 82. Eight, 82 for you. Yeah. Uh, the crazy thing about JT is he powered it, which is um, he could have done it for everything, but, you know. I, I fold my first two and then was like, I'm just going to power 82 because <laughs> I can. Yeah. Because um, I missed 80 trying to full snatch it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, 82 is going to go up no matter what. So, um, yeah, all around fun day. Um, I guess we'll, we'll recap my session first because it happened first and it was all light. So, oh, fair enough. Um, like Brandon said, 82 on the snatch. Hit 75, missed 80, and then hit 82 as a power. Um, you know, again, like Brandon said, it's different lifting in front of a crowd of people. That's something I've never done before. The atmosphere, as we should expect at a competition, was very much different than when you're at your gym training in front of maybe five people-ish, and none of them are paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it a little earlier where... Um you know, you got up there, and one of the guys we kind of know, he played he played football, or he threw at Rose Holman, and he was the center judge for JT's session. And he, what you said was a little weird. Yeah, we made eye contact, <laughs> and I was like, is he going to get out of my way so I can lift? And I was like, wait, no. no he's, he's not, not. <laughs> because that's his job, is to stand there in front of me. So, uh, yeah, that was a little weird. Um, but uh, all told, a lot of fun. Um, clean and jerks went less than as less than as well as I was hoping because I went 100 uh to open hit that uh, the jerk actually like Brandon said earlier today that I over jerked it as in it went up way fast and I had to catch it so it didn't continue to go up out of my hands yeah you almost threw it to the freaking ceiling <laughs> and um, that's that's a product of both nerves and adrenaline right oh yeah so 100%. 
Well, she, we have enough caffeine running through our system right now to kill a freaking rhinoceros. So. Exactly. That's why we're still up to do this <laughs> podcast right now. Um, uh. And then jump to 108, power clean that as well. Again, not my intention, but just, you know, why sit it down if you don't have to. Yeah, when the bar is floating, man, let it go. Yeah, caught it because I powered it and it went off the floor much much faster than I thought it would. I caught it too high and, yeah. Um this is very, very seldom happened to me, but, like, I stood it up, and I was like, shit, I'm going to pass out. Mm. And, and, you know, it wasn't one of the situations where I blacked out, but, like, definitely lights fading, uh, and basically threw the bar off of me in the jerk instead <laughs> of actually jerking it, so. Well, it was funny, because we were kind of just joking around uh, earlier before you were warming up about how somebody just throws a bar at the crowd because I missed a jerk out in front. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How appropriate, right? <laughs> so I, uh, I just throw the bar up in the air. Never really made any attempt to stay in contact with it, and then stumble off the platform and, like, deliberately pulling my eyes wide open so that I see where I am mm-hmm. going, right? Because I have tunnel vision. Go over the got squat, squat racks in the middle of the, the the building. Find one of those, lean on it, and tell Brandon what happened, and then go to one ten, uh, which. Took in pretty short order because it was a small group. Uh, there were yeah. a couple. I don't. I don't think there were maybe one or two attempts in between. Yeah, you you were very close to almost following yourself. When yeah, one hundred eight, one ten. Yeah, um, uh, powered powered the one ten. Yeah, the one ten clean was super easy. Yeah, and um, like like the one hundred eight, like that weight has never felt that easy before. Um, product of the atmosphere, product of the adrenaline and the nerves and. Stood it up and went for what I've never hit before, still, uh, a 110 clean and jerk. Done separately, I've cleaned 110 plenty of times. Attempted the jerk a couple of times, missed it both, both of those. And then I've hit it twice out of a rack, you know, just a a rack jerk on its own. Um, But was just slightly forward with it, Couldn't, couldn't stand it up with any semblance of balance. So I kind of gave up with it midway through fighting it. Um, but it would have been called for a press out regardless. So not worth the fight. Um, but again, it was a fun day and to put up a total is an achievement. Yeah. So, I mean, the way John North always talks about a competition, especially if it's your first one, if you put up a total, it's automatically a PR. It's a successful day. I mean, to show up and to go through the process of, warming up with a group of other folks who are lifting yeah. comparable to you like i mean it's it's completely different i mean uh normal gym goers man we we like to be in our own space in our own comfort zone and when you go to something like that we, you know where there is 40 50 people out in the crowd watching you solo up on a stage it's a bit intimidating yeah um and it's easy to i think feel rushed and get away from oh, yeah. some of the cues that you normally go through in the gym when you're on your own you know nobody else bothering you nobody else around in your space so yeah and that's that's another thing i mean you talk about taking your own time to warm up and do things like that where now you're on a clock mm-hmm. right so you have this 10 minute warm-up period where everybody gets to warm up and then the first first weight goes at the end of that 10 minutes now like the weird thing is you always go with a rising bar mm-hmm. um so i mean put it this way if jt would have started at the lowest entry weight for a snatch and then all of a sudden made a huge jump 
there could be six weightlifters in between his first and second attempt. Yeah, giving me like ten minutes, so, twelve minutes. So yeah, um, I mean it's it's weird because I went through the same thing today. Last time I went, it was just like me and one lifter going back and forth. This time, uh, you know, I, I'm having to ask JT like four or five times, like how many people are in between me and when I should, you know, pick up this bar. Um, and he's like, dude, you got a lot of time. These dudes still got to get their first, second, and third attempts in before some people, you, you know, are still five kilos away from your entry mm-hmm. weight. Um, you know, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, and it, it is a pro- it's part of the sport, and especially at a local meet like this as opposed to, you know, a bigger event where it's just your weight class. Yeah. You're lifting with people who, in, in a local like this, you're lifting with people who lift like you. But within, and we talked about this during the meet, um, within your flight, there are like mini flights, you know, of three or four people where, you know, maybe one of their third attempts is going to overlap with your first. But for the most part, it's going to be a group of like three or four people take their first through third attempt. And then another three or four people take their first and second attempt as some other folks take their first. Uh, And as a coach in the first meet that I've ever coached, you know, we're both having to contend with this fact that you got plenty of time to warm up to your first attempt in some cases, and then you get through your first. And if you're not taking a huge jump, like it can be that you turn around, you get maybe a lifter or two in between you and your next attempt. So sometimes that's enough time to to clear your head and go again, or like in your second and third attempt on the snatch so it was you and then another lifter and then you again yeah so not not necessarily a lot of time because that minute and a half clock when you switch lifters um so brandon let's go let's go through what you hit today um you know like i said earlier snatch definitely did not go the way i wanted it to um which is weird because all the way through training i thought my snatch was getting a lot better um now granted i was very close on my second attempt, I think, to hitting 113, but uh, I went 108, missed twice at 113. Um, a little depressing. I, I really thought I had 115 plus in the bag. Um, but, you know, uh, we we talked a lot about mechanics-wise and uh, JT's. And that's, that's another big thing. Maybe we'll get to it a little bit later, but, you know, um, JT and I have literally for two days just been talking about weightlifting. Yeah, man. It's um, it's been a really awesome weekend because of that fact. Like this is the shit that we both live for and to finally be in a in a space where like we've been hanging out the past twenty four hours constantly, every conversation we have, it always falls back to weightlifting. Yeah. And like to be able to get break you know break down into the minutia like the tiny little details and like I told Brandon yesterday when he showed up cuz we 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 got together and did a little primer session a little last you know last ditch effort to fine tune everything uh and I told him I was like I I'm I'm your coach for tomorrow but I haven't been your coach for the past months right yeah. I'm not in the gym with you and I don't get to see you lift every day in day out so I'm not going to make any changes before the meet uh, but I, I I did give him some feedback, and hopefully that that will be something to build off of, and just make some small tweaks to make you more consistent. Um, because like you said, that one thirteen, especially the second attempt, it was right there. And, yeah, and I mean then, I had it locked out overhead. It's just you know um, 
a lot of times the big thing for me has been uh, bar path issues, and, and JT pointed it out right away, uh, which is great. Um, I definitely need more feedback. And I, I think what's weird is uh, for the last two weeks I haven't had Lucas with me, oh, you know, right. talking in my ear. Yeah, so, you, so you're going without a coach anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, – and don't get me wrong, I, I got a few kids from the football team who come and train with me, but – They don't they, really know they, what they're they looking for. They don't know for. anything about weightlifting, which uh, I'm trying to get them there. Yeah, right. Um, it's just going to take Eventually, time. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, nobody's – nobody that I know personally is, a, is as – analytical as you and Lucas yeah so um me just like even me personally it's half the time I refuse to record myself so um you're going off plus plus it takes a lot of time I mean why why do I put up a wooden chair and try to record myself I you know yeah we talked about this as well (laughs) is it if you do you do spend the time and I did this initially when I very first started I had to because I didn't have a coach and I have a way to set up and look at every single lift I had. So I've, I filmed most of my attempts, and I told Brandon, I was like, you do that, you get paralysis by analysis. You focus on yeah. a single little detail, and you fix it in the next attempt, and then you have another problem. So then you sit down, you're, it, you spend most of your session looking at your phone, and that's not a productive yeah. way to lift. Um, so, so to have somebody who's with you and sees you train most of the time to give you feedback is very, very helpful. And going without that is hard. And that's the situation that Brandon and I both find ourselves in most of the time. Yeah. Um, so especially just being in areas that, uh, aren't weightlifting centric, right. You know, um, you being in the high school gym and me being being in the high school gym in Southern Indiana. I mean, our, our part of the country is not about weightlifting i mean except for like the one kilo guys or the moran academy mm-hmm. you know places like that which you being at TLAC, you don't see very often um unless no. you know zach comes in yeah yeah um, right or, exactly. or like the dude from lift labs his name's zach too yeah. so um you know we don't always get to see stuff like that and besides lucas i'm really the only person around my area who does weightlifting Right. As far as I know. Um, well, and hopefully the, the goal has always been to share this sport with as many people as we can possibly right. reach it to uh, and get just get people interested, you know, at the very minimum. Um, you uh, know, and th- that's the cool thing, though, because I just talked about it with your sister, um, who you got to do weightlifting the other day, yeah. or a part of it, anyways. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that's, that's really what it is. People are kind of nervous to get into it because... We do some of these crazy things, yet when we get you in the door, get you moving, you know, you, you get a barbell, you kind of get a sense for it, you get a feel of it, um, you want to come back. Right. You're instantly just bit by the bug. I um, I have never coached anyone who's done a, done a weightlifting movement for the first time and said, you know, that sucked. I don't want to do that ever again. Yeah. Um, at my club, I train people of all various ages and, and skill levels and training ages. Um, and everybody who I've introduced to some of the basic weightlifting movements, for example, um, I'll occasionally include muscle snatches in, in a program like for, for my group training session that I do. And I've got... You know, uh, a couple 40-somethings, a couple 50-somethings, and a a woman who's in her very early 60s. Um, And when we do that, they enjoy it. 
and it's something that they find, you know, it's challenging, but it's also, it's, 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 it's accessible because I don't ever encourage them to push the weight up until they volunteer to. Yeah. Um, and like when we have pushed the weight up and reached successful points, like I've had, had a 50 something woman muscle snatch 33 kilos and my my 60 something uh woman also snatch or muscle snatch 25 plus so um it is it is a sport that is accessible to most people with any reasonable strength training experience so if you are out there listening and you have, you know have stumbled on this podcast for whatever reason and you haven't tried a weightlifting movement go to a club where you can put a barbell over your head and see if you know if it's something that suits you because it is a fun challenge yeah. um, and the other day in the gym when we were going through our tune-up session i had a couple of of my weightlifters come in one who has been working with me for quite some time now and another who it was a second session and he's he's 20 something right um he's got a decent training age and has been in the gym quite a while and is just now starting out the snatch and I, like i i told him initially like i mean this as no insult to you but everybody starts with 25 kilos you know i got the big old 2.5s that are plastic and hollow and should say fisher price on the side <laughs> um and that's where he started and that's where he spent most of his session now he did work up and successfully snatched 40 a couple of times which you know i all but guarantee everybody who starts out like you'll you'll get to snatch 40 in the second session as long as i say everything looks well and then moves well um and that really kind of got the hook in him like brandon saw he made the first one and it looked just really really fluid and he's like i want to do that again and he said it so adamantly and i was like (laughs) By God, you will, my man. You will do it again. And he took three or four more cracks at it, and he's just like, I, I can't quite get it as well as I did that first one. I was like, it's okay, man. You'll get there. You know, It'll get consistent. And you'll look back on this day when you first hit that 40 in about six months, and you'll say, wow, my warm-up weight was hard. Yeah. And that journey for everybody, I think, is the part that draws people to the sport. Um, you, know, you you get that pursuit of just that one more kilo, and we keep saying that, but it it is the drive to yeah, keep coming I mean, back. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, me and JT, uh, we have joined the the uh, the club of kilo hunters, and it's been an incredible journey. Um, you know, but yeah, dude, going back to uh, what's up. Oh, going going back to uh, our little tune up session, man. Uh, that, that's another thing we've been talking about is um, I I was there to just I was there to warm up and and have JT watch me a little bit and me watch him and um, you know we were giving each other a, little, a few tips and tricks, not really trying to change anything, but uh, you know more like noticing little nuances of what we do, um, being like, oh, that's different. Um, I mean, just, you know, like, is that what you normally do or, you know, stuff like that. As basic um, as like the variance in our warm up. Yeah. And like, I'm much more deliberate, I think, in like doing stuff without the barbell before I touch the barbell. And like, there's not, 
I'm not here to say that that's right or wrong. It's just the way I am. I was like, I, I like a couple of things to get shoulders loose and hips loose in a way that don't involve the barbell where other folks can just go straight to the barbell and like Brandon has that ability because you're just fucking strong, man. Like that's it. Well, and I, and I like using the barbell to warm up. Like uh, I get my front rack moving a little bit. Like um, what you were doing something with a hundred kilos and I'm like, yo, can I just hold that in my front rack? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remember I was front squatting to finish out and yeah. Yeah. It's just, like front rack it up. And I, and I just held it there and, you know, uh, just going over YouTube videos of like Alexi mm-hmm. talking about stuff to improve your front rack mobility. Um, you know, he said one of the, like something like that would help just literally just holding on to, you know, a full, full grip front rack is going to help you with your front rack. Yep. Um, so things like that, but, uh, speaking of your front rack, Let's get into your clean and jerk session, oh, Brandon. Man. I don't want to get too derailed here that we forget about that. Well, I, uh, I'm having fun. Uh, you know, like we said, we've been, all we've done this whole weekend is talk about weightlifting. And, you know, even in our training session, you know, you were you had a few athletes come in. You were talking to them. And uh, obviously I wasn't trying to step on your toes because they were your, your athletes. But, you know, I was trying to give you some tips and maybe – give you or give them some tips from a different perspective that basically said the same thing you were saying just in different vocabulary right yeah and we we talked about this too is that sometimes just hearing the same idea phrased a different way makes things click and, yeah and if you're having those kind of hang-ups you can be analytical and go back and think about it well because the ultimate goal of both of the lists is always the same. It's the barbell over your head. And getting there, we see cr- like crazy variants in the style of weightlifting. You know, the, the, the Chinese style of the no-foot snatch, no-foot clean, versus like the very, very aggressive, like, Mohammed Hop, a great example. Yeah, or like, the Russians. Yeah, the Russians, you know, the big slam of the feet into the ground, throw the head through violently, or like... Yeah. Things like the bull snatch where the hips come up really early, which, you know, most coaches wouldn't encourage you to do that. But Unless you're John North. I, I'm, I'm not here to tell you what you're doing is wrong if it's effective. Yeah, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. Same thing in weightlifting, you know. Exactly. But anyways, I guess we'll finally get on to a, a pretty cool story. <laughs> um, you know, I was severely pissed off after not doing well in the snatch so um missing something that you would probably classify as routine right should have hit yeah this may be not i I have never snatched successfully over 245 or around 110 um okay so 112 112 is 245 yeah but you've hit Um, 245 yeah yeah i've hit 245 okay um but Anything over that, I have not successfully snatched. Even though, you know, you know, two thirteen, you know, should have been hit today, um, or one thirteen, not two thirteen. But yeah, and I, 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 I don't know how much this held, but when we go back into the back room, we had that ten minutes between the snatch and clean and jerk. The only thing that I was focused on was getting your head out of the snatch and into the clean and jerk, and I didn't want to dwell on it. I didn't want to make you keep coming back to the snatch by bringing that up like look dude yeah. we gotta move we gotta move on there's another there's another session here that you have to attack and kill right um but you know it's 
for me, it was one of those situations that I kind of just had to realize myself. Um, I've been through team sports all my life, and, you know, shit happens. So you, you kind of just got to grin and bear it and move on. You know, uh, there's always a next play if you think about baseball or football. Um, you know, you, you can't let it weigh you down. And I, and I did. I, I mean, I admit that. Uh, working up all the way to 130 kilos in the cleaning jerk in the back room, I was still pissed off about a snatch. And then, uh, what happened? What, you, you, it was, it was one thirty. I almost missed the clean at one thirty. Yeah. And then, um, and then you, and then we went up to one thirty five. That was where you hit the, the you hit the jerk and you I got, landed on your outsole. I, I literally, uh, my, so I jerked with my left foot out in front because my right hip flexor is grade A fucked. Um, and, I literally just, like, I was on the side of my Romaleo. (laughs) And I have the national champion, Will Fleming and JT, just looking at me. uh, National champion and Mary. um, They were just looking at me like, what is this moron doing? (laughs) Um, So I finally cracked a smile. I I had to laugh, and I I couldn't be stoic and and mad anymore. Um, so I kind of just let it go, and, and I didn't touch anything else in the back room. I, you know, we went on, and I smoked 140. Uh, JT and I agreed on 145. I went up without issue. Both and, of those uh, were very smooth and just crisp, the yeah, way I like yeah. to say. 145 felt good. Um, so I went for 150, a PR. And um, if you're listening to this and you follow me on social media, you've already seen what happened. And if you haven't, um, go see it. Go see it. It's B-M-E-R-R underscore 77 on Instagram. Or if you follow Murph, his view of it is a little different. It's pretty cool. But anyways, I go and I pull 150 on the ground. Obviously, it's heavy. Um it's over anything of what I pulled in the clean before in my life. Obviously it's a PR and I get buried in the bottom. Uh, the bar is not sitting correctly in my front rack. So I am tilting, wobbling, going up on one toe to the other toe, slamming my heels down, uh, doing a 90 degree turn and straightening it out. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I square up, everything sits right. And, uh, you know, like Lucas always says, I got insane legs. I can stand up anything. I can front rack. So um, I stood it up, no issue. Uh, It was basically just a very awkward pause front squat. And uh, stood it up, and the entire place is going absolutely ballistic (laughs) because I just had the gnarliest save of... Of the whole competition. I'm not going to hold any... (laughs) I'm not going to hold anything back here. That was the best save of the day. No questions asked. Uh, but anyways, by the time I stand up and re-rack, um, the whole place is just like, is he going to make the jerk? And, uh, you know, I, it, it was funny because I stood it up and um, re-rack was fine. Probably my best re-rack of the day. And I get, had two really panicky breaths. You know, I told you this, JT. I was super panicky. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, on that third breath, I got 
a lot of oxygen in my lungs, a lot of oxygen back to my brain. Well, it was right after that I screamed, <laughs> breathe at you, the <laughs> loudest that I did all day. Just they... breathe. <laughs> you'll, yeah. hear, you'll hear me in the clip yeah, it, if you it, go find it. it yeah. It's awesome. And, uh, um, you know, I got this moment of sincere clarity. I, I think if you look at Donnie Shankle, he talks about the white moment or something like that. And I'm pretty sure that's what I hit. And, uh, dude, I smoked the jerk. It was the easiest one of the day. <laughs> smoked the jerk, stood it up, slammed the bar. The place uh, went nuts, dude. Yeah. If if you want to see what the rest of the place looked like, watch the girl in... In, in either clip. In either clip, Murph's or the one I posted that I got from JT. Uh, just watch her do a 360 jump and spin. and <laughs> Her face is priceless, so... Um, you know, what more could you ask for? It's uh, what know. we live for as lifters. You know, we t- we I, I made the joke to Brandon because we always talk about invest in the sweat bank, right? Like, yeah, the but, work but, will pay off regardless of how good or bad the work feels. The fact that you do the work will pay its dividends eventually. Right. We saw, vi- you know, we being Brandon and me and everyone else in that CCLP, building this day yeah. saw that sweat bank payout in the biggest way possible on a third attempt at a PR lift in front of a big crowd to make, you know, you know, to make the best lift of the day in terms of the grind, the fight, the reaction, both from the lifter and from the crowd. Insane. The place went nuts. Oh man! It's definitely one of the most pumped I've ever been in my life, dude. We, you know, we talk about we like anybody out there listening knows like our lives revolve around weightlifting. That's what we consume in turn in terms of media. Like, I've seen some insane saves, right? And I'm sure I mean, you duck, have as duck well. Walk, squat jerks, you know, the split jerk to squat jerk that, yeah, that we yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, that one's wild. I don't think I've ever seen one better than that. Where. Your weight shifted, like, from 20% on the left leg and 80% on the right to about Completely 60 on the left yeah. and 40 on the right. The uh, bar the bar displacing so far left and, like, forward and back on my, either my side. My feet never turned. It was just my torso. Yes. <laughs> I, I but, mean, dude, I turned back and I'm... And it's locked. Somebody in the clip, it may have been me, I don't remember this part, just yells, how? Like, how? How are you going to make that? And somehow he did it. You know, if that's not if that's not the prime example of why we do the work that we do on a consistent yeah. basis, I don't know what is. It, it, was, it was cool. Uh, man, I think I said it last time after the comp, the weightlifting community is just awesome. Especially, like, in our area with the local meets and stuff like that. And, you know, shout out to Moran Academy for once again putting on an incredible, incredible competition. Um, at, you know, both times I've been there, it's just been immaculate vibes. Everybody wants to help everybody. Absolutely. Um, you know, I came out after hitting the 150, uh, gave JT a big-ass hug, and, you know, Michael Horner, the Attitude Nation guy, He uh, he's literally, he's like, dude, that was freaking awesome you know it, it just makes you feel good um you know yeah there's there's not a whole lot more to say it's just no this is a good freaking day man good Some, freaking weekend something we had to talk about because 
people need to know, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. And, and for those of you out there listening, if you aren't weightlifting yet, and you can you can go out there and look at that clip and say, you know, still not interested. That was lame. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you. Don't listen to us anymore. Uh, oh. There, there's no way, man. I mean, you, you gotta... Just go watch weightlifting. It's so much fun. It is. Um, it's a skill for everybody. And, and you know, like... CrossFit, CrossFit brings it to a lot of people. And kudos, kudos to them for that. Uh, but I think taking the headfirst dive and just spending the time on it alone will give you an appreciation for just the, the progression that you are capable of. Because as I said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough you know, in my current position to have progressed quite a few people from snatching 25 kilos to, to some PRs and, and seeing some really cool things working with athletes who maybe, I mean, de- definitely, not maybe, definitely, six months ago, would not have pictured themselves doing, you know, um, my, my gentleman who we were working with yesterday, I saw him clinging 75 kilos off of blocks after five months of work where I don't think he'd cleaned before ever period, you know, and he's, he's one of the rare people out there that I know in like in his mid forties is doing front squats voluntarily like not because the coach told him to but like it's something that he knows and is comfortable doing so to to see that as a coach and be like well you know that's not too far off from this and that and the other thing being this national clean and jerk like let's spend some time refining it and let's let's outline some goals for you to work towards and you know i think all the athletes that I've worked with, they, they see the strength aspect of it and they say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm at this level you know, and I, with that, I know I should be able to achieve, you know, this in the snatch and this in the clean and jerk or maybe with some guidance for me to, to give them those, those targets. But to then actually achieve them, it's this, this sense of accomplishment that cannot be rivaled by many other things. Um, and, and, the, the level of athleticism needed to be able to accomplish something like Brandon did today, you know, you're not going to see your run-of-the-mill gym goer, even a, like, power lifter, be able to accomplish something like that because there's not such a thing as a save in a squat, bench, or deadlift um, that that would require just the general athleticism that, that was required for that clean and jerk today. Um, and I've had a lot of comments made as well. Like the process of working on mobility has helped a lot of people alleviate some aches and pains that maybe they didn't think could be solved. You know, and, and that aspect, I think a lot of people that I work with have had a lot of respect for because I try to make it a point, especially when I'm working with some older athletes is that we're going to spend a minimum of 10 minutes getting prepared to lift any amount of weight. And, and if you're out there and you are a weightlifter, like definitely consider that being a part of your program going forward because there's a lot of value to be had in it. 
And while it will not necessarily add kilos to your lifts, it very well it very well can, and it will make you be able to lift more consistently, both on a time basis and also consistent in your movement from rep to rep. Um, But it's it's just amazing to see what setting out with a goal can motivate people to do in training. And then the reward that comes with, you know, a day like today where you get to push yourself to the maximum. Which should be every day, right? Always to maximum. Maximum for the day. Well, Brandon and I said we would keep this uh, this session short. We do need to do some recovery work in the form of... Sleep. Sleep and maybe some foam rolling. We already ate like kings, so... We did. Gosh, shout out to your dad. Yes. And your mom. Thank you, mom and pop, for providing some excellent food today. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, Brandon, do you have anything else for the good of the order? You want to leave any last motivational words after being king save for the day? <laughs> uh, there's not a lot to it, man. Go show love to some click to the clip on IG or Facebook and uh, you know that, sh- that should be a lot of motivation right there hopefully JT will post his stuff here soon I'm sure he's going to make a YouTube video because he's a, a wizard um, but yeah man you know try weightlifting it's so much fun I swear um, reach out to us if you need a coach yeah for sure uh, go hit up JT he was great today um, I'm, I'm excited to see what we're going to do at the Arnold. Um, Great things in coming. Yeah. 121.55. On the horizon. You heard it here first. <laughs> 121.55. All right. Well, uh, you know, I hope everybody's having a great weekend. Um, be, be safe. Be strong. Do what you did yesterday, but one kilo heavier. Yeah. Go, go hunt some kilos and... Um, slay the dragon and as always hook grip and rip see ya